Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Dream Stream. I'm your host, Yiska Cook, and I have a very special conversation today with a woman named Nikki, N I K I, who is really awesome and really fun. And she's going to give us a tutorial or her experiences and maybe even some of her exploitations on the dating app. Tinder. So I don't even know if we can call it a dating app. Maybe it's just a hookup app. So anyway, I don't have any continuity from the last podcast because we were talking about uh, part two of The Lord of the Rings with Lee Sorge and I, I didn't have any follow up. So I say we jump right in. Hi, Nikki. Oh, hi, Jessica. So good to see you. You too. Thank you. Will you please introduce yourself? Well, as, <laughs> I think you've done that already. Well, so, yeah, I'm a woman who's been single for some time and done all the things that you're supposed to do to welcome love into your life. And as you know, because you've been one of my best confidants about, you know, entering the cyber world of trying to meet a real human being. The the modern day singles bar yes. called Cyberspace. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm considering this a waking dream. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the work that I do, it's our, our sleeping dreams. But it's also if we treat from our waking lives, the uh, big, the big um, moments as metaphor for ourselves, we can learn so much even from our waking lives as we learn from our dreams. So I'd like to treat this as a living dream. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, because I know as, as a woman... And I mean, we're we're both in our 40s now, so I think maybe it's changing. I hope it is changing. But the best that I could envision for myself as a little girl was happily ever after. And nobody ever really told me, well, I guess because my mom died when I was just 25. So maybe she would have told me more about how hard relationship really is. Hmm. So what have you learned on your exploration? Uh, well, yeah. So when we first talked about doing this, I thought, oh, there needs to be a separate podcast stream because it's about something different than dreams. Yes. But sure, my dream is to fall in love and yes, like have someone similar to a soulmate yes. that is actually available because you know that I've had that experience with someone yes. that turned out to not be available. Yes. So... um yeah, in the idea of a waking dream, like you, I think when we're little girls and then maybe when we find ourselves single again yeah. as adult women, it's yes. fun to ponder the musings of a living dream. Like you would get to walk into a supermarket and stumble into some handsome man. Love at first sight from both of you. Yeah. You, you know. go out for coffee. The next thing you know, the end of the movie comes two hours later and you're just, you know, blissful in, in your apartment with your puppy. And yes, that sounds like a perfect living dream. <laughs> right. So, but, yeah. But you know, I started out like with this intention of finding a partner. Right. And, you know, being very serious, trying to find someone that was close to my age and someone who geographically was close by and it was like really horrible failure because the men that I was meeting were... Uh, caught up with their ex 
nonsense and, yes. or caught up with some idea of what it was they thought they were going to do the same thing with me that they did with their ex. Like these men who've been in long-term relationships okay. that were seemingly dysfunctional one after another. I'd meet these guys and know within 15 minutes of meeting them, like, no, thank you. Oh, okay. So now this makes me wonder too about ages because Nikki, I know that you are a hot woman and you've been dating or not. I don't want to say dating. Mm -hmm. Sleeping with <laughs> Well, I had That's maybe worse. an ongoing relationship with someone that is significantly younger than me. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what I'm wondering is the the guys who are sort of stuck in the X, is that like an age or is that could be anyway? I guess, I guess an older man also could be stuck on his X. Well, it, I don't know. It seems that um, maybe... Men who are in their 30s are being socialized in a different way. Yeah, yes. And have a different agenda. Well, they, okay. want, they want to get laid. Okay. So it's smart not to bring up things that people don't want to talk about. Exactly, right? If yeah. you want to get Duh. laid with me, don't tell me about your ex. Because <laughs> right. if you think she's a bitch, likely you're going to think I'm a bitch. <laughs> right, but it isn't that. It's uh, if it didn't matter, the age. Um, like if the story is blaming the woman for 80% or more of the failure of the yes. relationship, yes. then I know, well, this person is not self-actualized. Yes, this right. person doesn't take responsibility for his own actions. Yes. And you know what? He's probably a terrible lover anyway because he's caught up in his nonsense. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, and then, <laughs> you know, then since I only have one adult child, yes. I also was in this sort of picky mode of, oh, well, I don't also want to be juggling you know, getting to know this guy and then... His kids. I can, well, I probably... I don't know how long it would take to get to know his kids. But, okay. you know, having to be really respectful of, well, I don't get to see him every weekend or I don't right. get to see him except for this little block of time. Right. Which would be kind of fun. But not yes. really. <laughs> but then I realized, actually... It serves its purpose, but it's not the purpose that you're seeking. Right. Well, the purpose I'm seeking, I'm wondering how it's ever going to be filled. Because like I said earlier, it's like I, I did many years of just waiting and looking around yes. and seeing like, oh, is that guy single? No. And what, they say, what do they no. say? Get your own life together and then you have something to offer. I mean, that was always the advice when I was single that I was given. Right. You know, get your, your own shit together and then bring someone else into your lair. Right. Well, then, of course, what happened was I realized, okay, so this isn't going to work. This Tinder thing right. isn't going to work to find necessarily a person that's like a partner right, right out of the gate. Okay. So then I had fun. Yes. that's and, <laughs> and you're sort of a hero for me because, you know, wow, it's very awesome to feel so free about your sexuality. And I, I would like to feel more free about my own sexuality. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I guess that is sort of a dream to have a variety of men lusting after Simultaneously. you. Simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, the coolest part that I've revealed to you recently is that for all of the women out there who want to think that it's tawdry or unseemly yeah. to, you know, skulk around on Tinder. Right. Yes, it can be that way. It can be, yes. Um. But I have found that, like, I've had really incredibly enlightening conversations, especially with men who are younger. Okay. 
Interesting. Um, about the whole like polyamorous thing about. That's a whole different. This generation below us. I mean, when in my generation, born in 1970, it was monogamy, monogamy. And uh, that, that kind of warped my mind. And because of that mm -hmm. uh, warping of what my expectations were, then my husband left me after nine years because I, I just was stuck in a box, I mm -hmm. think. I just my thinking was in a box and you know I've grown so much you know in that time and I don't think that way anymore I'm just amazed that so many young people want polyamory yeah and there seems to be specific groups of people that understand really what it is okay because I think some like that fellow that we met not too long ago who which, has which the one? wife who's got the person oh, the cute the cutie <laughs> <laughs> well oh i know who you mean that. The, the person you know that he lives with and then this other person that he has children with and then and then the random third. people that he can just have sex with and i'm yeah. like wait i don't know that's the definition of polyamory and then if i talk oh. to older men they say well it really is two women and a man okay and i'm like what um, no, no, I don't no. think that that's poly. Honey. That's polyamory according to the patriarchy. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so going back to the theme of it being a living dream, I guess, you know, aside from, you know, the fairy tale that we want, I think we also want to be, I don't know, to understand who we are and we want to understand about the opposite sex. And I think that really this adventure and like this openness that I've had to talk to lots of people yes. and to talk to men who are kind of young yes sometimes and and to hear the things that they'll say and I'm like whoa wow. are you sure you okay ah. um you know with without any real intention to meet them necessarily okay. or whatever but it's also become like a networking piece well, that's what's so fascinating to me it's because what started out as like woohoo titillizing and you know <laughs> And and maybe a little tawdry mm. is really turning out to be you're you're making great contacts, you know you're you're connecting with people mm -hmm. spiritually, and that's quite amazing that people are really into mm -hmm. networking on Tinder. Well, yeah, and other like farmer community seeking kind of dudes, which are far and few between. On okay, Tinder. okay. It seems that the there's a great expanse of. Union labor workers, journeymen workers, uh, law enforcement, law enforcement, army, uh, and lots you know, of military, military, lots of firefighters, and yeah. it's like, sorry, living dream world. None of those men fit my criteria. Right. Typically, and I've tried. Yeah. I've tried to talk with men who are, well, one who I found out after meeting him that he was a detective, and like everything about him, like was repelling oh. um and then <laughs> another guy i met who i didn't know that he was ex-military you know and there really are specific values that are embedded in like their perception of women okay and okay. that's and then on top of that if those specific men want to be dominant yeah that's kind of not well it's concerning to me because sure. i think sure okay how long could i get to know this person before to overcome the bias that I have yeah because I'm concerned about his like patriarchal sort of like dominant um in every way emotionally yes. and physically and everything yes and then would I even like fast forward would I even feel safe to be with this person right sexually because 
like the word bondage comes in yeah. play. And I'm like, what? Right. Like, right. so that is like the weird, That's interesting a specific thing. kind of kink. Well, yeah, you but you feel really comfortable with your lover if you're going to let him tie you up. Of course. And no, that's not happening ever. Okay. So, <laughs> but, um, but you know, but what you said earlier about it being like a modern day, um, singles bar, it is, but it, it, there's also something that's more genius about it. Okay. Because men and women alike. Yeah. Like, there, there are things that I've said and communicated with men. I'm like, wow. I look back, I'm like, wow, I actually said that, like, the uh, first day that I'm texting this person. Wow. There are things you would never, ever share with someone. Yes. That you meet at a bar. Cause That's what, yeah. more concerned about, like, what do I look like? Oh, like, yes. your, like your self-awareness is, yeah. is ever-present. Okay, yes, And, like, you're is. concerned about your appearance. Yes. And you immediately become sexually, uh, you know involved like kissing or touching okay. or whatever uh-huh. and maybe you're hearing what the person is saying but the bonus of meeting someone in person yes. of course is that you feel that energy from that person absolutely and you can get a good sense of some kind of trust also this smell of them yeah that's hugely important yes for the pheromones right but the, what happens with the tinder world is or any online dating thing is there's that dream that comes into play yeah the idea of who this person can be yeah the idea that this person maybe wants a lot of the things that you want just based upon like oh look we have the same values because like you can meet somebody and be like oh this person's pretty progressive this person's like into you know community into farming yes like oh he's pretty cool looking oh look we like the same music yeah Ooh. Okay, uh, we're, look, he's a man, I'm a woman. A wow, match. we're a man. <laughs> Everything is perfect. Yes. And then you could meet in person and be like, what? Oh, whoops. You know, okay, cool. So let's be friends then. And I think that's yeah. the best part of like the openness and then that whole self-reflection of, so now how can I actually apply this in my real life if I meet someone? Like how could I be more forthcoming and less, you know. Shy. Yeah, or more timid, timid. I don't know if it's shy or timid. I think it's like we're guarded because. Okay. Are you allowed to be honest about? Right, right. This is a Puritan, <laughs> founded on Puritan values. This country, mm-hmm. so anything like that is very racy. Well, yeah. Well, of course, I'm not going to meet a guy and be like, "Hey, so <laughs> you want to have sex with me?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like guys will be like. Yes. I, <laughs> guys will just say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Let's you're go. not. Yeah. Well, so, and I know we talked about that earlier about how, like, one way I can look at this if I choose to ignore all of the realities. Okay. It's like, ooh, isn't this so, like, self-esteem building that right. all these different men I meet think I'm interesting. And I'm like, oh. Right. They want to get in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> But right. that would be no different at a bar. Right. Because I could meet a guy and then leave and then, of course, not go home with him. And then right. maybe he never calls me. Right. Or right. maybe he does call me and maybe I realize do. he's you, boring or I do, do have sex with him, him and he doesn't, and he call, doesn't you. call you. Yay. Yeah. That's the best. Hooray. I feel so good about myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So you have to just think more like, okay, I'm getting at least this piece. Yes. Yeah. This is an essential piece. Hmm. It kind of is for the physical body. Yes. You know, to have touch and to be loved and adored by someone. I think we all need some touch. 
Yes. Every single one of us. Yes, and that's what and young. women need to try to push men on Tinder to expose the reality that they want to be loved. But not to expose dick pics. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I tell guys straight up, don't do that. Don't do that. No. I, you're not going to do it for me. No, it's not appealing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, wow, wow. So now from all these, how, so how many, ballpark figure, how many people have you met since you've started your Tinder I don't know, probably 25 people. Okay, well, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, most of which I've met and been like, oh, okay, I have to get through this meal. Okay. <laughs> and how do you find 25 a 25 great... meals. <laughs> no, well, no, Some, there haven't been Someone 20... once complained to me, I think women just use dating apps for their meal, <laughs> for their weekly budgeting. Oh, that's a good idea. I know. <gasps> <laughs> well, you don't always get offered a meal. No. You don't always get offered a cup of coffee. <laughs> Well, yeah, usually. You do? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But um, I don't know, it is kind of cool to get an idea of who someone is and then meet them yes. and be able to be like, you know, forced to evaluate. Yes. Like, hmm. And then just, no, thank you. Well, Nikki, let's talk about your your living dream, about what what is it you're looking for. I'm going to help you visualize it and we'll put it out in the world. And then I'll be looking forward to like follow up on this podcast where I can say, oh my, Nikki, <laughs> Nikki met someone. Yeah. Well, let's just talk about, it. so what are you looking for in a partner? Well, haha, that's almost like a uh, trick question. I don't know, just like a, a man who is somewhat self-actualized, who's compassionate and empathetic and passionate and yes. real and isn't married or isn't in a poly relationship already with okay. one or two or three other people and having children. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like being with somebody that can make you feel prioritized. And I would reciprocate that, of course. Absolutely. And I don't know, somebody, somebody so to learn, like some to learn from each other. Yeah. Not necessarily a farmer. Not necessarily a farmer. Okay. Yeah. Musician. Maybe not. <laughs> so your sight's higher, hun. <laughs> no, like just a person. I'm well, just, a person I'm who is totally kidding. maybe I once again I have to apologize, but maybe you know, not a cop, not yeah. an ex-military yeah. like minded person or a person who maybe was who is sure. like wait, but that doesn't define who I am. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Like no no problem if they serve their country. That's pretty great but they have to be i mean don't have to be anything but i myself am liberal mm -hmm. i have liberal values and i'm very you know independent and democratic and progressive and that has to match you know yeah you don't necessarily want to be with someone who's conservative christian and republican no It'd be like None you'd be warring on everything <laughs> right unless again might it, be interesting in bed oh okay and they might not be. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, I don't know if you remember, but when I met my husband, it was 2001. It was on a dating site. Mm. So, uh, that was, and that was 2001. So, that was before everybody was making a profile. Right. I mean, that was long before that. But when I met Lance... Um, it was like rare to meet to ha to know someone who met their partner on a dating site. These days, it's not rare. These days, this is right. what's happening, mm -hmm. you know. And um, and I also I know what you mean because it started just writing to each other, 
and then there was a phone call. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, he sent me a Polaroid because I didn't <laughs> have a picture. <laughs> and um, <laughs> but it wasn't until I met him mm-hmm. and like could see his gestures, his body movements, and you know, there's so much information about a person yes. that comes through the physical expression. Mm-hmm. And um, and then of course again the sense of smell, and then you know, it wasn't until I met him, I actually felt a little uncomfortable meeting him at first because um you know i i didn't know him at all so i remember i made a big meal and we got chili and wine (laughs) that was an essential part for me because i was so nervous just like Mm. so you know all these all these years later 18 years later Mm -hmm. wow yeah that's amazing yeah and there's nothing ideal about this relationship, and that's okay. <laughs> well, uh, yes, it's just that's just fine. I don't need a a fairy tale. I don't need a fairy tale. I need a partner. Hmm. And that's what I hear you saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a partner. A partner yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, it would be awesome. And not to be the seventh. We talk, spoke about this earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone has a wife or an ex-wife and has kids and has a, a mistress and whomever, like, it's not okay. I Even to be the second fiddle yeah. is, hard, is a hard one. I In my younger years, I was involved with two men that would have liked me to be the second fiddle. and uh, But I, I wanted more than that. I wanted... To, I'm number one. Right. <laughs> Treat me as number one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I have had a man recently convince or tried to convince me. I, I hadn't even met him. Okay. That just because he had children and a steady and maybe some other woman and that I would be added to that, that whatever time we spent together... Right. He would make me feel like I was, you know, the center of his world. And okay. I was like, well, that's great. Except, so what is going to happen? Am I going to get penciled in for next Thursday? Right. Unless you get called into work. Right. Or unless, you know, you're... A sick kid or... Well, the sick kid yeah. thing is fine. He was like, well, you know, I don't... So he kind of... He was saying, he was saying well, you're judging this before we even meet. And I said... Yes, I'm trying to be honest and not because we hit it off really well and I didn't know that this was the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, if we meet and I'm really into you, yeah, it's going to be really disappointing to feel like, sure, you know, I have to then say these things to you. So I can be the queen of your dreams every two weeks. Well, but it's, uh, I also, I felt like it would be manipulative. So I wanted to talk to him about it in advance of meeting, which is a kind of really interesting thing. To have conversation before you meet someone? About that specifically. Okay. Because I've talked to other men who are poly and just because I've been curious and, um, you know, and having so much time and meeting so many other men who technically aren't poly but oh but half of them turn out to actually not be separated and things oh. like that <gasps> I um, know. Where did these married people <laughs> on dating sites but um setting yeah just to be able to kind of hash that out and say well but if we are together mm-hmm. you know i'm glad that you told me these things because i already am not comfortable with it so then okay if we meet and we start seeing each other right 
you know, it puts me in a bad position, yes. me, the woman, because yes. the guy has been completely forthcoming about the sure. arrangement. Sure. And, yeah. but I'm saying like already, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if a man doesn't have, like if a man just has kids, you know, that is the priority. Right. And that's what he, you know, said to me, he was like, well, yeah, but typically a man who has kids doesn't also have a girlfriend. But anyway. Well, in our generation, that's definitely true. Well, I, I can't make even a blanket statement, but I, I myself. I think that may have been true always. Okay. It's just that men didn't talk about it. That they had someone on the side. Yeah, now but it's just I, I like, bet. oh, right. it's completely cool right. to be. Now it's not I'm even... in an open polyamorous, like completely respectful relationship. Yeah, now it's not Everything. my mis- it's not my mistress. It's just my everybody's third cool with woman. It. Yeah, or man. Well, but the women are welcome to have other men too. Yes. So I don't know. Anyway, yeah. that is not what I want. That's not what you want. No. Okay, you want one person. Sure, that'd be nice. Well, you feel, does that seem limiting <laughs> to you? Do you want two? Well, I mean, well, no, uh, I just, that would be when I find the actual partner, right? Yes, it would. So right now, if I'm seeing someone who is single, which yeah. I am, yes, and I don't see him very frequently because he's trying to live his life, yeah, and... Perhaps I'm reading into things, but yeah. I think he's also trying to keep us from having like a relationship, from which is wise. Falling for each other. Yes. So that in between then I'm going on dates with other people. Right. So it's fun. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I think it's... Yeah. I don't think it's part of the living dream to have multiple sex partners. Okay. It, maybe for... Wasn't the childhood dream. <laughs> no. No. Well, especially... And I didn't for women, see that in and, a Disney movie. Right. Yeah. And specifically for women in our age bracket. It's not like, ooh. Our age bracket. I want to be having, you know... <laughs> no. I mean... I'm just laughing. To I want to be in, that in love. age bracket. You know, like because I don't feel a day older than I felt when I was in my, you know, right. Well, we were talking about like starting out with this idea that monogamy is supposed to be oh, how it okay. is. It's yeah. not like oh, right, right. Anyway, so when do we have to wrap, darling? Well, I mean, I would like to even go a little deeper. Oh my, because I feel like we've just scratched the surface of oh. like how how it can be to date on Tinder, but. I also wanted to ask you uh, for, you know, and also I'm sure a lot of our listeners are single and also wanting to find partnership. So I know you also tried some other dating sites. Can you tell us about that? Well, I guess, well, over, oh my gosh, that was well over a year ago. Okay. I went on to Meet Mindful. Oh, good. And didn't even, didn't pay, did the. I don't know, two or three days of free. Yeah. And I made my profile and I was like, hey, guys, say something interesting. And then um, give me your email so we can or text number. But um, I met one guy. He responded with something kind of funny. We messaged a bit and we were going to meet. And I said, well, you know, I really need to talk to you on the phone. Like, I feel like that hearing your voice and like exchanging that kind of energy would make me feel comfortable. So we did. And he lived in Kingston. Okay. And I was in New Paltz. Okay. And we went out to dinner. And then we went to Bacchus. Saw some friends play. 
And then we went to his apartment. And, you know, then we were seeing each other for over a year on and off. And oh, I know who you're speaking of. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that was very effective. Yeah. But it wasn't a relationship. He was... Younger. Yes. Yes. But it was... Not, not to say that you can't be in a relationship with someone younger. Of course you can. Well, he was looking for... The potential to have a family, a partner, and have children. Okay, so, so that was not my, you. My store was closed. My store, <laughs> yes, out, out, out of business. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> other than that, I've only besides Tinder done uh, Bumble. Okay, and I think that that's interesting because there are a lot of people crossover identical crossover. Yes, but they're they're um. Profiles are very different That's on Bumble. That's fascinating. Or sometimes exactly the same, but okay. sometimes very different. And like okay. all like introspective about who they are as a person and what they're looking for in a partner. And then you see them on Tinder and it's like, ha, ah, okay. Ah, <laughs> I know what you're looking for in a partner. <laughs> right. ah. Or which one is the truth? Right. Yeah. And I think to me, it's like, it's kind of, it's a little disappointing in people's inability to be honest and vulnerable. Yes. Because I would like to believe that the people on these sites all want a connection, that they all want yes. to be in love. But of course we want to be in love like in the movies where right. all the bullshit is fast forwarded somehow. Tale. You meet, you have a cup of coffee, you stare into each other's eyes longingly. And the next thing you know, you're in the apartment. Yes. Everything's great. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> oh, you're living there. Yeah, this is perfect. Next thing you know, there's a bun in the oven. <laughs> no, thank you. No, but thank no, you. you know what I mean. It's just I do fast forwarding and the happily ever after bullshit. Yeah, but um, there's no such thing, and that's why. <laughs> and that's why. Why not? <laughs> so I was married for nine years, mm -hmm. and then my husband left me for five. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that there's no happily ever after. It's do we want to be together now? Now we have these five years between us. Mm -hmm. Let's make a decision, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't want to say what that decision has decided, mm -hmm. <laughs> what has been decided. But, um, you know, there's, there's, it's always going to be hard. I feel like, you know, this idea of soulmates, that's what I want to talk about with mm -hmm. you very much. You know, my feeling is there's, sounds like there's a bird in my garage. My feeling is that, you know, we we my true spiritual belief is that we have reincarnated on the earth so many times with so many of each other that chances are someone that we're drawn to, like even for a sexual encounter, we have karma with hmm. is what I'm thinking. So, you know, when we're looking for a soulmate, I don't know that I feel there's one soul that when you meet you're like yin yang perfect i almost feel like anyone not anyone because obviously you need to be connected with them and to have some attraction and whatnot that many people can be the soulmate and i think it's just a matter of like pledging their life to someone and being good to him or her and and working hard you know to make it work because I really don't, I never, I never learned about a happily ever after. Right. Well, yeah, I, I think, well, you know, I thought that I found my soulmate uh, yes. a few years ago. Yeah. And it took 
a very long time for me to realize that he and I weren't really meant to be together as life partners. But I've also found with some of the men that I've had relationships with where even during them, but definitely in retrospect, but uh, that there is a tremendous amount that can be learned okay. about oneself, about relationships, sure. and about this other human being that you're interacting with. Sure. And even if it is like that guy that I was seeing up in Kingston, yeah. if, um, if, if technically the, our relationship was sexual. Okay. Um, we had conversations. Yeah. Um, the way that we interacted with each other changed. Um, how, how so? What do you mean changed? Because we learned more about what each of us enjoyed. Okay. Oh, yeah. He Great. had specific requests. Yes. <laughs> that I was happy to fulfill. Sure. <laughs> he was into role playing. See. So, so that is oh, lovely. Really? Yes. It, yes. 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 So <laughs> there is a slight bit of perversion uh, behind one aspect of that. Yeah. But all in fun. Yes. And appropriate. And, you know, and, um, you know, you like to believe, yes, that each person that you come into contact with and some people who you have like a very, very deep connection with that may seem to be like, oh, well, this isn't going as deep as I want it to be, or this isn't my forever life partner. Right. There is definitely, like you said, like some karmic connection or some, you know, spiritual connection that maybe from a past life, yeah. maybe from some other sort of energetic force or something. Right. Parallel life, past life. <laughs> yeah. But I also right. feel, you know, um, I don't know, when you exchange that degree of energy, um, well, of course. Sex. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. So uh, someone had said to me a long time ago that apparently if you make love with someone, yes, you're married to them. Right. I, like I've heard of that as consummating well. Consummating your marriage, you become one, a physical union of two spiritual entities that are, you know, embodied in this flesh. Right. So that's a pretty big deal. So if you to enter. make love with someone. Yeah. And yeah. if you have multiple sexual partners, then you're, so what does that mean? You're marrying everybody? Does that mean you're like scattered energy? Yeah, that that is something that right. is valid. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, so you're offering all these little pieces to you, of you, to these different people yeah. who may disregard it or have like right. no right. acknowledgement or understanding of that. Right. So, and I have had conversations with women when I've said to them, well, you know, I met this really cool guy and whatever, and I, I kind of got carried away and, yeah. you know, it was just really fun. Um, because a few women, actually one woman in particular that the two of us know. Okay. Her, she holds, you know, sexual intimacy as being sacred. Yes. That's something that she feels... She brings like all of herself yes, to. Yes. Yes. Right. And so, as much as sometimes she does want to be held and wants this contact, she avoids it sometimes with yeah. somebody other than this fallback guy she had. Okay. Because 
she didn't want to do that to herself because she knew how it would reverberate spiritually. Oh, yeah. So that's what I wonder then. How does things like that reverberate spiritually? Like, you know, I wonder how does that play itself out? You know, in the 1960s, right? I mean, we're both from the 70s, but mm -hmm. uh, it was it was free love. Anything goes. Make love with whomever. I mean, it's a little more uh, open open-minded now than I think it was in the 60s or maybe not not in some ways but in other ways sexually maybe not I don't know it's a little I don't really know interesting yeah I mean yeah. I, I don't know that in the 60s people were like so you want right. to get together well I don't know I've got these ropes I don't know are you a dom oh, uh -huh. are you a submissive are you like a, a pillow princess are you uh -huh. this like what the hell oh so but a pillow princess <laughs> yes <gasps> Oh, my so God. Like, I have to tell that one to Lance. But apparently, <laughs> though, you know, all of these, like, fetishism has, have existed forever. Yes. But now there is just, like, a... Now there's, there's like a place. support groups first. Well, there's so, fetish, fetish sites. Exactly. So you can go and log in under whatever yeah. category and subcategory and further subcategory that yeah. you want to be identified as and find somebody who gets it you know gets excited about your... these specific things yeah so tell me you've had a couple of fetish guys you had that one guy who was into role-playing mm -hmm. i believe there was another guy who was into your feet yeah okay what else what other other odd odd things um, have you encountered <laughs> well there was that guy who allegedly studied kama sutra okay eh. it was ah! it was <laughs> He he had lots of energy. Okay. Uh, he didn't lose his erection for a tremendous period of time. Wow, he is a practitioner of Kama Sutra. Yes. <gasps> so didn't didn't have any interest in having an orgasm. No, it was all about me for many many hours. Okay. This well, is someone you may want to <laughs> keep in a roll deck. <laughs> But he also was the one that said, don't catch feelings. Oh, right. And that, that expression now is like, <laughs> charmed me so much. Don't catch feelings. Oh, no, I'm catching feelings. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> so, yeah. but we were, we were in touch on and off. We were only together twice. And, and both times were the same. The first time was just fantastic. Okay. Second time was okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was good, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> it was a different um, none setting. Of you, none of your business. <laughs> it was a different setting, so okay. it was not as great. Okay. And, you know, he was a cool guy. But, you know, he reached out to me multiple times. Okay. We didn't connect because of um, scheduling, and I was actually, like, exploring uh, getting... Oh, then I met that guy who was from... Kingston? No, from Michigan. Oh, and the, I thought, oh my God, this is like the one guy. Da, da, yeah. Da. Oh, yeah. So I was like, no, I don't want to see you and tarnish myself. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm saving myself. I'm saving myself guy. now. <laughs> I'm a born again virgin. But, but it was a pretty cool thing that he reached out to me again because I'm like, well, what about like, don't you have other women? Like, aren't yeah. there like sexy young women? And, and, and <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of a cool thing to be told. Something positive. Yeah. Although I remember that his word specifically was that I was a great fuck, which is but, you wonderful. Know, you know, that's <laughs> that's that's like a partial compliment and a partial like. 
Well, I mean, I guess he thought, you know, I was pretty awesome, too. We had a fun time yeah. bantering and debating. And okay. Was he He was a married? philosophy major oh, was he, when a he was student? in college. Oh, he was. No, years back when he was okay. in college. How old was this guy? Huh? <laughs> he was almost 40. Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he was not married. Okay. He was not, you know, he was, you know. And from what I could understand, he was pretty careful, too. Okay, good. So I think... Good. That's an interesting thing for all you ladies who are listening, who are older, is that they have perceived that we're just, we're, we're just. Oh, I don't can't find anybody to have sex with. Yes, <laughs> yes. So picky. These young men. So they think that we're all about the we're clean. <laughs> yeah, they're right. They think we're clean. It's good to be clean. Oh, I am, but you know, yeah, I mean, yes, and I guess yes. differently than younger women, because I guess uh, that has been the most fascinating thing because of my brainwashing from the propaganda of like the you know the visual Boy machine girl. girl well of what the ideal is for being beautiful oh okay which you know you should be like beauty. a size four right you know with good boobs and a tight yeah. ass and yeah. maybe shut up and just around just, ass yeah let the guy just have his way with you and you just right. are so excited and happy yeah. like that you're you know um yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> but yeah, so, but nah. now, of course, you forget the reality that that is not necessarily what a guy wants when okay. you start dating. Because now you're like, oh, hmm, you know, I have this going on and that going on, and like, um, and my energy more matches guys that are younger. And then, of course, I'm thinking like, but do they want someone that's younger? Like, in terms of do actually, they want to have children is really the question well yeah but do they want someone that's younger too that's going to be like more fun and like and to bring around to their friends yeah and hang out and and, yeah yeah so it's like okay but um by and large across you know all the lines of the differences of the guys i've met yeah i think guys are just looking for somebody that is real and honest yes and is interested in who they are. Okay. And it's funny to me that you say they're looking for someone who's real. Yeah. Because that's the other side of it. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, in a way I feel like someone that you might meet through Tinder, you kind of break through already Mm -hmm. so much of this. Like, it's amazing how intimacy can like pass over so much other nonsense. Well, Well, I mean, when you make a Tinder profile i mean in my opinion of what some of them look like it it they, it looks like bullshit okay like uh, like a man who is in his late 40s early 50s who puts a picture of himself at every fantastic place he's ever been to okay. is that your whole life like every right. week like i'm in greece now i'm in paris yeah. oh i'm i'm on top of mount everest well like well, who this... are you as a human being right who are you right what the hell makes you happy and then there are men. Not, not where are you? Right. Who are you? Right. And then there are men you see that they'll talk about, you know, what does make them happy. And they'll okay. put a picture of a sunset, which could Beautiful. be anywhere. And, right. You know, and like what they like to eat and what they like to do. And yeah. Maybe they will throw in, you know, skiing or traveling or something. Right. Right. But so it's that that's fake. Oh, okay. I feel like it's fake if you're like showing like. Like your car and yeah. where you were recently mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. a picture of you playing golf with some obnoxious people or yeah, whatever it is yeah. that you're doing. Because then it's like, I have no idea even who you are. So it's nice right. that you're near my age. Right. And it's nice that you're geographically close. But I have no idea. 
But I don't even have a passport. No, I'm just kidding. No. And then I'm totally kidding. But I've met older right. men right. on Tinder who ask me within 15 minutes of conversing if I want to meet up and can they come inside me. Are you serious? That's the beginning of the conversation. And I'm like, well, um, so it seems that we have a very different idea of what we're about for. how to communicate. Yes. So you have a nice life. Boop. And then they're gone. Uh, <laughs> you and know. delete. Because I'm like, wow. Swipe left. You know, and that could be like, I've most recently I had a conversation like that with someone who was 50. Okay. Pretty well groomed white yeah, hair yeah. like trimmed beard and i was like oh nice. look at this nice man handsome yeah really not nice that's not nice oh he wasn't nice no but that's what he said to me oh he said that to you yes because oh. i was like oh let's meet at you know wherever you know maybe like tomorrow night or something just yeah. meet for a drink and he thought that i meant like a get together like we would immediately right right i guess because a lot of people don't really know about like what tinder you know i think that well, but that reveals a lot about what the man is looking for. Well, yes, like he's looking for a hooker, which of course, right. and I've talked to you about that. Like the thing that freaks me yeah, out the most: pay the hooker. Don't <laughs> don't like no. text me. Well, but in the beginning, when I was kind of looking for a boyfriend, right, and then one day I kind of got bored. It was like it was late. Okay, so fine, you're doing booty call communication okay. time, <laughs> and I talked to this guy, but actually, we talked three or four times. And kept it so it wasn't sexual. Okay. And he was significantly younger than me. And then one day we were messaging. It was kind of late. And he asked me to come over to his apartment. And it was, I don't know, 1230 in the morning. Okay. And I was like, what? Because we still hadn't met, even though we had okay. communicated multiple times. And I said, so you want me to, by the time I get there, it'll be one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, climb right into bed. Well, I said, well, what do you expect to have happen? Yeah. Because he said, oh, his back was hurting. Oh. Right. He had gotten injured or something. And and I and he said, Well, you know, you could just come give me a blowjob and I was like <sighs> and I thought, okay, maybe he's high or something, like yeah. whatever. But I was like, um no. Yeah. Never. I would never just first of all, I would not come to your apartment at one o'clock in the morning the first time we meet. Uh. And I said, do you realize that just sounds like you want me to be a prostitute and not pay me? And he exactly. was like, oh, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking it would be hot AF. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it would be hot as fuck. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, great. For you. You know, so I didn't stop talking to him because okay. we had talked so many times. We ended up never meeting. Okay. Um, And I was just like, so it's been interesting to talk to different men about that whole perception because other men regardless of their age, would typically younger, like like 39, 38-year-old okay. men will be like, well, you know, you could just come over. And I'm like, no. No, no <laughs> Not thanks. just coming over. No, thanks. Like, really? You can't even exert the effort to, like, come meet me at Rough Draft or, right. like, like, go get a slice of pizza. Right. Then you don't deserve yeah. any of what I have. That's right. That's so, right. It's all good. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for sharing with me and the listeners. This is so fascinating. And I wish you great luck because you're a fabulous woman. And I think that really many guys would be lucky to be partners with you. You're going to find the right guy for yourself who is available. 
Hmm. So we put it out in the world, listeners. <laughs> put out put out your good juju. Well so, and in the meantime I'll just make some good friends. Yeah, and have some good sex. Yeah. All right. Not too much. <laughs> not but not too much. <laughs> yes. And no raw dog. Oh what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, honey. Well thank you so much. Thank you so much, Nikki. All right. Well, so I hope that you listeners enjoyed that talk about Tinder. And I have coming up, I have two appointments to record with DreamWorkers. Um, both are, are very uh, good dreamers and we'll have a lot to share. And I look forward to both of those. And so listeners, until we meet again.